My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. Get in the hole! And welcome to this week's edition of the Oddscast dot 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 in the hole. Wyndham Championship Edition. I'm Donald DeLeo alongside Terry Takes. We're joined by Joe DeLera and producer Corey on the Zoom. Terry, excited to talk about what you thought about the PGA Championship last weekend. Colin Morikawa, is he for real? Is this the emergence of a new superstar on the PGA Tour? I'm excited to hear your thoughts and excited to hear what you thought just about a crazy weekend at the PGA. Thanks, Dom. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, what a weekend. It was like Christmas in August. Is that the right month? I don't even know anymore. Um, just that Sunday of you had eight guys at the top of the leaderboard just not knowing who was going to win. I had a lot of bets on a lot of different people, a lot of sweat. I was like a wrestler cutting weight before a match. Um, and it you said, Dom, in, in our chat that whoever wins this tournament is going to uh, eagle 16. And what do you know? Colin Morikawa hits, you know, one of the shots of the year, the COVID year so far within, you know, 10 feet of the hole, puts it in for eagle. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, two holes after chipping in for birdie, which we thought could be the shot of the tournament. Um, he follows up with that. Uh, so it was just an incredible, incredible weekend of golf. And it just, uh, those tournaments that we had earlier, you know, in this COVID COVID season, a little taste. And then like the majors, mm, that was, that was the real thing. Yeah. It was weird to experience a major a without the crowds. Um, just because it, it seemed like that Morikawa moment as, as awesome as it was, it felt like, at, in the moment, something was lacking because of the crowd that would have been there and just the, the sheer noise of it. It was interesting hearing guys like Paul Casey talk about the lack of the crowd. And I think Jason Day talked about that too, is that some guys struggle with the crowd and some guys really do uh, just not show up when or break down or, or mentally just yeah. collapse when there's huge crowds. And maybe that is – you know, I don't know whether we look at Morikawa's win. I do, I do wish that I tweeted that thing that I put in the group chat about somebody making eagle to win this whole uh, win this tournament on sixteen because that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But I don't. the The thing that I want to push back on with Morikawa is I know this is like it's I don't it's a little bit of the tiger. Uh, people just wanting to anoint someone the neck as like the next big thing. And you saw it happen with Roy McIlroy when he won at 23. Um, you saw it happen with Kepka a little bit when he won multiple majors in a, in, a, in a little bit. Just I think Morikawa's youth is lending people the opportunity to say like, this guy's the next big thing in golf when in reality, and I talked to you about this at, after the tournament as well, he was an absurd chip that he probably hit, can't make – the next 488 times out of 89 times it's it was a tough it's tough there was like a triple tiered green he had to land it and like it was moving quick and then he has an eagle shot and this you know the tournament was so clear it's not like he blew everyone away at least when McElroy was winning those tournaments he was like blowing the, the the field away 
So I understand it's a good win and it's a, it's an impressive win, definitely, especially in the moment and with how young he is, but I would be careful to tee up Morikawa in like the next major. Um, uh, I mean, I think, I think the comparison people saying he's a next tiger is a little bit, uh, a little bit too soon for like, don't, first of all, don't just put that pressure on him. Just let him play golf. Mm-hmm. Um, let him be his own, his own greatness, but his ball striking skills is, approaches to the green are very tiger-esque if you look at the stats so i will say that in comparison and it yeah it's he's just really broken on the scene he's been he's much he was much more heralded golfer in college than you know like a brooks kepka and I, i don't know it's it's it seems different and if he could just learn how to putt and it's you know weeks he can putt he could just win you know every tournament so i I don't think it's an overreaction to, you know, put him in that upper echelon of golfers now. Um, I, I, he, he's not a, a terribly long hitter, um, but you, I thought you they, didn't like long hitters. No, but you, I'm, you were raging against long hitters no more than I, a week ago. I'm saying in the recent, at least in the 2010s to 2020, the golfers that have had continued success were all long hitters. Um, and and I understand Morikawa's ball striking makes up for that gap. If he's not driving it with Rory, with Brooks, with DJ, um, and, and I don't know if you want to talk or just touch on DJ, but I, I I'm him just completely falling flat on Sunday was uh, was something else. But it seems to happen all the time. And and Brooks Kepka really teeing up that even though Brooks Kepka didn't show up after making comments like that about Brooks Kepka uh, about Dustin Johnson being unable to close out a major Brooks goes out and shoots that but uh not not the greatest look for Dustin Johnson on on Sunday yeah uh fourth time leading after the after um the third round hasn't hasn't closed it out um he should have more majors he's a better player than that um like Rory said he has 21 wins he's won on the tour 13 straight years but it it, he didn't play terrible but he didn't go out and and grab the tournament he made some tactical errors on some of the closing holes leaving himself short-sided in bunkers um where he had no play but to hit it you know 30 feet past the hole and then hope to make hope to make a par but um Yeah, yeah it was like he was playing he was playing very conservatively i thought um in terms of going at the pins yes he had like a one stroke lead but you know, there was always the potential for someone to go out and shoot 65 or 64 and win the tournament. So it's, uh, it's, it's tough when you're, you know, trying to play conservative, um, with that many golfers having a chance to, to win. So, yeah, I mean, but, uh, people who have their, who are clutching their pearls at, at Brooks's comments, like, don't we want athletes to be honest and tell us how they're feeling? And he went out and said, Hey, I've won four of these things. DJ's won one and no one else on this leaderboard up top has won any. So, you know, and he's, he's playing mental games. He was either psyching himself up or he was, you know, trying to psych other people out. Um, But that goes again to no crowds maybe maybe he needed to psych the people who aren't used to contending in majors out instead of DJ, someone who's been there before and would psych himself out on his own. (laughs) 
lot of, <laughs> lot of, a lot of mental. I love it. I love uh, it. A lot, of thing, a lot of things going on there. It's, I, no, I, it's a 90% mental game. I made that up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really interested to see how it affects the Masters more so than the U.S. Open um, because I think playing one course all the time for these guys, it's going to be weird uh, there especially because Masters weekend is so different um, than any other weekend. And, you know, the U.S. Open, these guys play – you know, I don't. I forget what the U.S. Open is this year, but it's not like they play it every single year at that course. So, I would be interested in no crowds more. So, it didn't really change how I look at the leaderboards and look at projecting these guys. Like, I didn't look at any of these one guys and said, "Oh, fade them or buy them now because they didn't have any crowds and they're they're more likely to show up." But um, all in all, a great tournament. I, I don't think that there was that was probably the best sporting event we've seen since the return of sports across all sports uh, since, since, since March happened. So I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Oh, take me back to sun. I, if, if you could put that, if you could make that into a drug, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> Anything else you want to touch on with the PGA before we move on to this week's tournament? Um, the only other thing that we have to talk about is um, Colin Morikawa dropping the, the top of the trophy. Like, I didn't know the top came off. I don't think, you know, I don't think anyone knew. Maybe you should tell – someone should tell him before that, Before then. There should be a manual that you look at. I, but it was pretty funny to see that um, See that little, little blooper. Remind me of, what was it, Barcelona or yeah. Real Madrid? That dropped the La Liga trophy under the bus, and the bus ran it over. Uh, tro- trophy snafus, always great. Yeah, I, I we'll see. Uh, it's it's a big trophy. Like there's there's it very is. few big trophies like that. But he seems kind of weak. He needs his. He needs to. He doesn't. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't look like Bryson a big guy. Protein shakes. Yeah, and it, as long as Bryson didn't win, I was fine with it. And the fact that it was like the anti-Bryson, someone who looks very skinny and doesn't eat 10 protein shakes and whatever, how many protein bars a day. It was good. It was good to see. It was fun to see. Let's move on to the Wyndham Championship. This is being played at the Sedgefield Country Club. Yes, Greensboro, North Carolina. We have a very uh, cut-down field from last week's PGA Championship. Terry, I really haven't done too much research in this, so I'm going to rely completely on you to walk me through Sedgefield Country Club and the Wyndham Championship. So if you want to take it away, by all means, go ahead. Okay. Well, we're looking at 7,100 yards, par 70, D. Ross course, Donald, the Donald, Ooh, the, the real Donald, the real Donald, the you only, know, the only Donald I acknowledge. Yes. Do you know what you say? You know, you know, the saying, you know, the saying, do you know the saying? Say the saying. The Donald Ross. Yeah. I, you got to remind me here. It's long, long is wrong. Ah, you can't, yes. don't want to go long. That's why I'm terrible at a uh, Playfield country club. Yeah. Ross cars. Yeah. Jersey. Um, and we got, we're working with Bermuda grass, Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Um, and if you're looking, if we're looking at comps, we're looking at Muirfield where they host Memorial, the work day, um, TPC river Highlands where the travelers was DJ one. I'm not playing this week. And of course, Detroit country club host of rocket mortgage, which was also designed by Donald Ross. So it should be an interesting course. There's water on a handful of holes, a lot of split fairways. Um, it, it, 
it should be a good time. Uh, my question to you is, where do you rank Wyndham in terms of hotel chains? Do you have it in the top three? What's Wyndham? Wyndham is what brand do they have? I think it's Wyndham. I don't think I've ever stayed in a Wyndham. Don't they own like a, a certain like more recognizable brand? Stat, stat man, stat boy. I'm looking it up right now. Wyndham Hotels. Yeah, that's like a day's in. Oh, sorry. I was distracted. Tamper's got one. Who, who doesn't love a day's in? A continental breakfast? I prefer La Quinta. You know me. Do you? Mm, okay. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts is actually headquartered. Uh, actually, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a guess here. Where do you think they're headquartered? Florida. They're actually headquartered in Parsippany, New Jersey. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, you got Wyndham Grand. Uh, La Quinta is actually producer core. That is a Wyndham hotel. So. Idiot. <laughs> Ramada, Days In, <laughs> Super 8, uh, Howard Johnson. So if to answer your question, not in the top three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, fair. I thought they had some nicer hotels. Maybe not. All right. Anyway, they, well, they spent all their money on hosting this event. Um, we, I mean, we wouldn't be a golf podcast if we did not mention that Webb Simpson has played 42 rounds here over the course of his career, the most by far in this field. Um, finishing very high, uh, playing well here. He's named his child Wyndham, Wyndham Webb. So if he's naming his child after his, his own sponsor, Wyndham. Wow. So you got to expect him to play well. Um, in terms of you want to you talk about the odds, are you looking at anyone at the top of the list here? You, you like any of the favorites like Brooks, Justin Rose, Tommy Fleetwood, Paul Casey, these guys from PGA last week? Um. I mean, a name that has been waiting to break out, like Harris English, twenty-eight to one. The fact that the fact that Harris English is twenty-eight to one just shows you how much different of a field this is. And I don't know where you are in terms of favorites in this type of tournament, where it's like a pretty thin field. You got four or five really household names here, and a bunch of low favorites like in terms of like building even the lineup on DraftKings, do you look at you know putting stacking some favorites in there do you look at more of the mid-range guys um i'm I'm interested to hear your take on on value on tournaments like this um it 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 depends on the course fit i do i will put some favorites in there but i mean in terms of like this week i like i like web he'll be highly owned um Hmm but he's just so good at this course and you can take it to the bank that he'll be in the top 20 minus 125. Um, and then, you know, you have a uh, Patrick Reed who's plus or 17 to one fourth on, on the odds list. Who's going to grind out no matter what, just, you know, try to shoot 62 on Sunday. If he's in last place, doesn't care. Um, so I like to mix it up. I, I think more of the value is in the mid to long range, guys try to catch lightning in a bottle based on course fit and recent performance and uh, go from there. What, let, let me throw some names at you. You give me like a one sentence, uh, one sentence take. Okay. Guys that I'm looking at that I'm like, this guy's been playing really well. Should I bet him? Brendan Todd. Love, love the Todd master. He just shows up every week. This is similar to TPC river highlands where he, where he was, 
in the last group with DJ until he had a what seven on a par three. Mm-hmm. Um, so and he's just been incredibly consistent throughout throughout this COVID COVID season and forty to one. Not terrible number, not the usual number you would see for him, which is, I guess, more of a mental block that you have to get over, which I kind of struggle with sometimes. But um, I, he's the model of consistency. That was a very, that was a run-on sentence. Christian, yeah. <laughs> that was a very long sentence. Christian Bezentut. I don't know how to say his name. I just call him Bez. Be- Bez. I think he did well. Um, the South African youngster. Bezudenhoit? Bezudenhoit. Bezudenhoit. Um, he's been flying pretty well. I, I don't know his odds. What are his odds? Uh, 80 to 1. We 80 to 1. 14 to 1 top 10, 750 to 1 top. Actually, no. Yeah, 750 to 1 top 10. Top 5 is 14 to 1. Uh, he's been, he's been playing pretty well. I don't, I honestly, did, did he make the cut? Last week, I forget. I don't remember. Um, okay. Another so, guy. No, I don't like him. Another guy that you last one here. Another guy that you um, have been hot and cold on, Tommy Fleetwood. I have the biggest man crush on Tommy Fleetwood. Why um, do you think that is? Uh, I I I love the long hair. I love his personality. He's just a a great guy. Um. And he just goes out and plays. And because also I had him to win the U.S. Open two years ago at Shinnecock, and he threw together that 63 on, on Sunday and, and only lost win. by a stroke. <laughs> yeah, but he gave me a hell of a ride. <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's all he's So at, has he ever to win? Honestly, yeah, it's all about the ride. Yeah. So um, in terms of the favorites this week, he's probably my favorite. Favorite, I think Justin Rose was a little too putter reliant. Tommy had the good second round. He kind of had it, didn't really do anything the third round. Paired with Hong Tong Lee, third round hit it OB on the front nine, kind of you know packed it in after that. Um, but you you saw the you saw some fire from him during the tournament. And saw some flashes. Uh, great ball striker. Uh, in terms of the favorites like Brooks, I, I don't really – I think he's just there to get FedEx Cup points and try to get closer to um, 70, the 70 mark, which is important for the third tournament um, – or second, not this week, in two weeks from now. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, so like Justin Rose, Brooks Kapka, Tommy Fleetwood, Paul Casey, again, I, I, I don't – think this tournament really matters to him and we saw you know he's missed the cut at the 3m um a similar course layout is here so i i like tommy fleetwood he's rounding he's rounding into form he's, he's shaking the rust off getting ready for the fedex and u.s open so he, he would be my favorite out of the out of the top guys give me your rundown on the attributes you're looking at this week and then give me your uh Kind of, I guess that's two or three guys that you're really looking at to win this tournament or at least surprise. Two or three. I have a million. Just okay. Um, so what I'm looking at this week is driving accuracy is very heavily weighted here. Donald Ross course got hit the fairways and um, as, as well as um, approach. So I don't love driving accuracy stat. It's not, doesn't really do much. You know, you could hit the fairway or you, if you miss the fairway by 
a foot, you still miss the fairway as opposed to if you miss the fairway by a hundred yards and you're mm-hmm. clearly in a worse off position really doesn't mean shit. Um, bleep that out. Um, so I, I, I love, I've been harping on this for a while. Total driving stat. It's very, I love it. I love it. It combines, um, driving distance, which is just generally baseline in a vacuum. One of the most important things, um, and driving accuracy and, uh, strict scanned approach. So that's, that's what I'm looking at. Um, in terms of people I like, you already touched on Harris English guy has finished is just been a model of consistency this this COVID season, finished in the top 20 every tournament since the first tournament, Charles Schwab. Um, eighth in scoring average, 36 stroke scanned off the tee, stroke scanned approach. The only, he was 39th here last year. Only issue is 28 to 1. Do you really want to pay 28 to 1 on, on Harrison English? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. So I don't know if the value is there. Maybe maybe live, but um, he did go to Georgia. Go dogs! Um, so he's familiar with with the real estate in that area. Uh, some he's, other he has he has a Zillow account. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Kevin Kisner also comes to mind. South Carolina, thirty three to one. If you want that, like not top tier, you know, kind of mid tier. Um, doesn't have the stats that you're really looking for over outside the hundred of stroke scanned approach, but he's 13th stroke scanned approach last week at the PGA finished, um, T19 went 68, 67 on the weekend. Um, and historically at this course, he's in the top 25 stroke scanned over the field. So like that's, that's the upper, upper tier. You want, you want me to keep going? I'll keep going. Go all night. I mean, I can't, I, I don't have the stamina. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, you could take this anywhere you want to. Uh, what about some of the guys at the bottom of the leaderboard? Is there any real, real long shots? And I just saw that Davis Love the third is playing in this tournament, and I didn't know he still played I golf. Still, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that either. Um, I mean, VJ Singh's been, like, making the rounds here, too. I think they're around the same age. They, they were kind of – Yeah, they were rivals, fierce rivals. They hated each other. Ah, BJ Singh, 57, Davis no, third, 56. I don't know if they hate each other. I don't know their personal history. Um, bottom of the leaderboard, I like Bud Cauley, 100 to 1. I like him top 20. He's played well here in the past, 4 to 1. Um, so that's someone all the way, all the way down, down the board. Some other mid-tiers that I like, your boy, Ser- Sergio. Yeah, I'm so Sir, mad at Sergio. Sergio, late I'm ad. Not, I'm not going to Sergio uh, well anymore. Sergio, late ad to the tournament. He's 134th in FedEx Cup points. Why is that significant? Because the top 125 makes the FedEx Cup playoffs. This is the mm. last tournament before the playoffs starts. He needs points. He's motivated. Third stroke scanned off the tee, 37th total driving, 72nd approach, terrible week putting last week, almost lost three strokes on the field. It's a buy low guy. Dom, do you like value? When I see value, I take value, unfortunately. Well, at, 50, <laughs> at, at 50 to 1 on William Hill, a guy in a. In a He's 50 in, to 1? On William. Oh, am I a salesman or what? 50 oh, to 1 wow. on William Hill. 
and on a weaker field, Sergio shows up. I, I mean, you might have to. He, he won. He won Augusta. He, he's, he's again yeah, familiar that, when, with when the was region. The, when was the? <laughs> familiar with the region uh i'm looking to see when the last time sergio won a tournament because that masters tournament was back in 2017 yeah i mean look it up i'm not sure i don't have those that, stats that was the last were we watching that in a car yes i think you probably were the last pga tournament he won was the masters in 2017 well he's due you could say one could say um your boy Russell Henley also like that guy fifty five to one. Sergio also won has won three tournaments in the PGA since two thousand eight. Again, he's due. Haley's comes <laughs> around every seventy five years. And one of them, you know, one of them was what the Wyndham Championship in twenty twelve. Did I tell you or did I tell you? Are you going to bet him now? <sighs> yes, you are. I know. I know that side. <laughs> Uh, two, two like names we hear on the leaderboard recently, Russell Henley, Doc Redman, Henley 55 to one, Redman 80 to one. Uh, they're both from the area, the South. <laughs> um, they've both been playing well recently. Um, Henley fifth in stroke scan approach. Very important stat. Um, PGA T37. Fourth round, 68. Doc Redman, T29 last week. Hot with the putter, 67. Final round, 21st at the Rocket Mortgage. Again, Donald Ross course. And 15th, stroke scanned approach. You want to know my favorite bet of the week, Dom? Davis Love, who actually won this tournament in 2015. There's some weird winners of this tournament, man. I know. Weird winners. I've I've got a weird one for you. Give me a weird wanna, one. You want me favorite bet of the week? Do you have one? I do. <laughs> Go ahead. Henrik Norlander. Ooh. Is he from the south? No, he's from Sweden. <laughs> Sweden, what? not even not even the south of Europe. No, it's very north. Um, what are your favorite things from Sweden? Is IKEA from Sweden? Uh, favorite things from Sweden, uh, universal healthcare. I think IKEA is from Sweden. What did you say? I think IKEA is from Sweden. Joe, I can't hear what he's saying. Joe says IKEA is from Sweden. He's chiming in with the hard-hitting analysis. Oh, okay. Thank you. This is all we need me for. Yeah, is it windy there? Uh, In Sweden? (laughs) I'm not not sure, but the flag is a big plus. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) <laughs> um, I like meatballs, Swedish meatballs. Yeah, they're okay. I, I think if didn't IKEA have that horse meat meatball? Uh, I don't. I don't get my Swedish meatballs from IKEA. So I, I haven't been to an IKEA. I hate IKEA, by the way. But let's not get off track. I used to have a Saab, actually, Swedish car. A uh, Swedish meatball on wheels. <laughs> is ABBA from Sweden? They have. Yeah. Food. No. I don't remember. I saw a movie with Will Fowl recently, and that was involved. Maybe. Yeah. I'll check it. They're from Abba one is of those from Sweden. Yeah, they are. Boom. They are. That's my favorite, Stockholm. maybe. Dancing Queen. My nickname in college. Do you think you have Stockholm Syndrome with betting Tommy Fleetwood? Maybe. Is that in Sweden? No, Stockholm's Norway. 
No. What the fuck no, happened not. in Sweden that like Stockholm syndrome Stockholm. became a thing? I think Stockholm Stockholm is Sweden. Is it Stockholm is, is definitely it? Sweden, yes. It is. Isn't what Avicii? happened there? Uh, Avicii's from Sweden Ooh, too. He's also so, big too. Yeah, that's big. So, we'll dive right, into I've, it I've on said, the conspiracy Corey spin-off pod of what happened in Stockholm. Yeah. I think I've yeah, said that. It, okay. it's it's from it's from a nineteen seventy three bank robbery. Oh, that's with the woman the wasn't she a famous woman? And it was in California. What was her name? I forget her name. I, I'm just talking about the origin of Stockholm syndrome. Was yeah, I'm telling you. Robbery. Yeah, I know. It was in America. No, it was in Sweden. Oh. Uh. <laughs> in normal Specifically Stockholm. Okay, whatever. The normal Stog Square in Sweden, August 17, uh, well, 1973. There's a 2018 Canadian film about it if we want to watch it. Okay. Next week. We can recommend it. We'll cover that next week. Ethan Hawke's in it. Oh, wow. Love Love Ethan Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's get back on track here. Yeah. This is completely derailed. Henrik Henrik Norlander. He is 90 to 1, 64th in FedEx. Doesn't necessarily need the points, but what draws me to him? He's not from the region, you may say. Wrong. He may be from Sweden, but he went to Augusta University. That's Augusta, Georgia. You know where the Jaguars, that's their mascot, play their practice and play? They play at a Donald Ross design course. This hmm. guy played his college golf on Donald Ross courses, Bermuda Fairways, Tiff Eagle Greens. What's Tiff Eagle? It's a hybrid Bermuda grass. I went deep in this. 41st in total driving, 46 strokes gained approach. He's made every single cut since the Charles Schwab, T12 at Rocket Mortgage, T6 at Memorial, T23 at the 3M, all courses that are comparable to this one. T16 here all the way back all the way back in 2013. Also thought Henrik Norlander was a lot younger. He's 33 years old. Um so, yeah, he he's not the he's not a he's not a looker, but he's a he's a good uh, guy at back. He's a golfer. That's all I care. Yeah, he's a golfer. So at I'm 90, on it. Ninety to one. Ooh, ooh, baby, I love it. I'm gonna bet him to win. I'm gonna bet him to t t twenty, which is at three and a half to one. I think you can find it at four to one some places. He is my guy this week. All right. I can't wait to see your uh, picks out on the socials. You've been pretty good with them the last couple of weeks, and I can't wait to see what you put out this week. Um, anything else on the Wyndham Championship? Uh, no. I'm just excited for more golf. I, I love it. I will. We're going to. I just would like to do one more one more thing to continue a trend that we've been playing with producer Corey. Uh, since we've been talking a lot uh, about Donald Ross, a course designer, we're going to, I'm going to ask you one question and that is, is this a real person? Sure. Okay. Is this a real person? A W Tillinghaus. That's too weird not to be real. It is a real per- person. He's a course designer. And he Ooh, designed with a name Wing- like that. You have to be. Yes, he designed Wingfoot in New York, which is the host of the U.S. Open this year. So, congratulations! You Thank got you. that correct. Thank you. I just made the Norlander pick. Thank you for that. 
Hey, I'm I, in. You sold me. Let's go, Swedes. Do you have any insurance you're trying to pawn off on someone? Insurance? Anything. I'll buy him whatever you're selling today. Oh, yeah. Sergio Garcia, 50 to 1. <laughs> yeah, I already did that. <laughs> oh, okay. Cutco knives. <laughs> yeah, Cutco knives. I could use a have set. You, what have you been eating lately? Would you replace your meals with a shake? I think that would can make I, things a little easier. Can I interest you in this product called Herbalife? It sounds very nutritious and natural. So could you explain more? If you, if you get your friends to drink it, you'll make more money. Oh, so I can drink for free. And then they get their friends to drink it. Yes, yes. Wow, that sounds brilliant. Yes. So contact me offline. Fantastic. That's something. Else. We'll speak soon. Yes. Okay, well, I think that's it. Does anyone else have anything? <laughs> Does Joe? anyone else have anything to sell? Joe, do you have a weather report for us? Um, so this tournament is actually going to be taking place in the Carolinas. Um, Thank you. Yes, what, we went over regardless, that. Regardless of which Carolina it is, I'm sure that there is going to be, you know, it's going to be nice weather. I have no idea, actually. I think it's supposed um, to rain Saturday. So it might rain. Uh, <laughs> That's every day in the Carolinas. There's a but, uh, yeah, 60% I was gonna chance say, of thunderstorms. Yeah, so I was going to say, I don't, I don't know how reliable that is. Um, but I can tell you that I'm looking at the weather report right now and it looks like every day it might rain. So when I said it was going to be nice, that was just wrong, entirely wrong. Okay. So so maybe it'll make the greens wet, you know, impact the morning. I don't know, but nature is undefeated on this podcast. I mean, they're not, the weather didn't really show up last week, but that was a resident meteorologist, Joe Delaira of the Oddscast. Wrong 90% of the time, but so are other meteorologists yeah yeah so it's allowed all right i think that's it for the Wyndham championship you were listening to dot 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 in the hole excited to bring it back next week when the pga champ uh, pga fedex cup playoffs start and Northern get Trust. those get those norlander bets in get those sergio bets in and stay tuned and watch out for terry takes picks on the social medias you can find us at at the oddscast pod on twitter and the oddscast on instagram that's all god bless Four. put it in oh, come on whores in this house there's some whores in this house there's some whores in this house there's some whores in this house hold up i said certified freaks seven days of the week Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effin' with some wet ass P word. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top if I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, a, a lot more vulgar. Talk your S word, bite your lip, ask for a call while you ride that D word. This is, D, guys, this, this is what feminists fought for. You really ain't never gonna F him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass P word. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass P Right, so P word is female genitalia. This is what the feminist movement was all about. It's not, uh, it, it, it's not really about, you know, women being treated as independent, full, rounded human.
beings. It's about wet ass P word. And if you say anything differently, it's because you're a misogynist, you see.